Welcome to episode 21 of the Pop Anime Comics Lounge. My guest today is the original Mr. No Days Off professional wrestler, Birchall. But before we get into the interview, I'd like to remind everybody to check out popanimecomics.com for articles relating to anime, comics, and pop culture, and to follow us on Twitter at popanimecomics. So without further ado, let's dive right into this interview. So when were you first exposed to wrestling? I would say probably about eight years ago, I was working, believe it or not, as a soccer coach back in the day. And the venue that I worked at, the guy who ran it was a guy called Styx. He's like the one of the biggest heavyweights in Europe at the moment. And he was the manager of this venue. And we got talking and I'd known him for about a year, but I'd never actually asked what he did. And then it came to light that he was a professional wrestler. And he turned around to me and he was like, look, you're a guy, you know, you're a good sized guy. Uh, do you fancy having a go at it? So I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? And I took to it like a duck to water, as the old saying goes. So yeah, I was opened up about, yeah, about eight years ago now. And before you were introduced to Sticks, did you have any experience watching wrestling growing up? Or was it just you were there in the right place at the right time? I was a massive, I still am, a massive wrestling fan. I think my earliest memory of wrestling was like, oh, WrestleMania 9. It was weird because there wasn't really, unless you had like, like in England, you have like Sky Sports. Because it wasn't on terrestrial TV. If you didn't have Sky, you couldn't watch it. So I used to go around to my next door neighbor's house. He'd like, he'd take the shows on VHS and he'd let me use them and watch them. So what were you watching? A lot of WWF back in the day WWE we had WCW on a Saturday afternoon I remember watching that at my nan's house but you couldn't get anything like from Japan or any of the American indie stuff it was just the mainstream uh, wrestling and did you idol yourself anybody after anybody from WWE, WWF, WCW? Not really. Um, I had a few favorites, obviously, like the British Bulldog, the Dynamite Kid were like my predominant favorites. I didn't really have a favorite per se in WCW. There was a guy, genuinely, there was a guy called PN News. I'm not sure if you, if any of your uh, listeners will remember him. Um, and his catchphrase was like, yo, baby, yo, baby, yo. And I actually was on a show with him about three years ago in Germany. And he changed a lot. And he was under the name of Cannonball Grizzly. And it was the same guy. And I, I never knew it was the same guy. So he was like my favorite in, in WCW. And so to transition a little bit, when did you start to train to become a wrestler? I started training about eight years ago. In my opinion, there are a lot of guys now that wrestle that are still in that kind of like fan zone. So they're still fans and they still, you know, like we said, they mark out for things. And I don't really do that now because I, I think it's because of like the respect for the business. And it's like you, you have to learn the, the inner workings because it's not all you see on TV that goes into it than just going to a show and performing in front of, you know, hundreds of people. There's a lot more to it, like, like say, the training and the dieting and nutrition. And there's a lot more that obviously goes into professional wrestling than what everyone sees just on TV. And who are you trained by? Trained by Sticks and then stopped training there. Uh, just because I couldn't make the training and I moved to train with a guy called Paul Malin. And then currently I train with a guy called Joseph Connors. And what did your training consist of with these three individuals? All three trainers are completely different. Sticks breaks it down where you learn certain spots. A lot of the old school, like the world of sport, British tech. I would say he's probably the best trainer in the UK at the moment. Paul Malin likes to get you in the ring, call matches in practice. And with Joe Connors, it's more about the psychology, the ring awareness, the positioning and, and your character more more than anything. So all three different trainers bring something different, which I like. I don't like to have just one trainer who just thinks he can train me, train everything to me. 
And now you mentioned this before, but when did you learn about dieting and taking care of your body as a wrestler? To be honest, it wasn't a lot about training. I mean, the the gym side of things about you know keeping fit, keeping active, that was a lot through sticks because he's a personal trainer. But the dieting and the nutrition, I kind of learned myself. And obviously, you talk to wrestlers on the road, and they explain what they eat, and you know, you always have conversations on what not to eat, what to eat, and uh, you know, so forth. Recently, I've probably probably in the last two or three years i've really like buckled down with my nutrition and i mean i still have odd days off i mean i love pizza so you know if i can have a slice of pizza any day of the week i will but i'll try and be as clean as i can with my food like with you know the protein side and the, obviously you know a high amount of veg now to talk a little bit about your wrestling career in 2012 you had your first big breakthrough with athletic club wrestling how did you discover this promotion it all started i was one of the guys on the show called the germ um he was in england in a show in mansfield which is in the midlands at the time was the current heavyweight champion of this company in Mansfield and the idea was for the German Eagle to be my next kind of story and have the Germany England scenario but this never materialised but I kept talking to the German Eagle for months and months after that and it just so happened the, the booker and promoter at ACW uh, wanted uh, the German Eagle to find a tag partner to wrestle a team called the Gridiron which is um, Aaron Insane and Chris Rush who are now in WXW and the Eagle messaged me and said look there's an opportunity in Germany for you to come and wrestle. Do you want to do it? Obviously, I just said yes. And that was my first show out of England uh, on the European stage. Now, it seems that you're one of the only wrestlers from the UK who's on the German scene. Why do you think that is? To be honest, I'm not quite sure. I've got to be I've got to be honest with that one because, I mean, there are a lot of good British wrestlers that obviously don't get the opportunities that I've been fortunate to be given. But I think because my character and how I interact crowd and the fact that I'm British, it sells itself. So when you've got, you know, the top baby face you know, in Germany or whichever company, if you bring in the villain, you know, the British villain, it's kind of a match made in heaven. Crowds seem to lap that up a lot more than it's just two German guys wrestling. So now going into 2013, you were in five different promotions. Three of them were in Germany and two of them were in England. Did you notice a difference between an English style of wrestling and a German style of wrestling? And what is that difference? With the English style, it's a lot of traditional like world of sports stuff. Now it's coming into the indie side of high spots, big bumps, and not a lot of selling, which we see a lot in the American indies as well. The German side, the German crowd are very much like Japanese crowd, where I used to be able to go in there and do some old school British tech, the crowd would clap. But then I'd give someone a body drop or, for instance, a, a, an F5 or something like that, and the crowd wouldn't respond, wouldn't care. Uh, but now it's kind of reversed that, where I can do tech and they don't really care as much. But I could do three spots in a row and they'd be on their feet chatting holy. You know what? So it's uh, changed in the times, if I'm honest. And how do you feel that the two styles, the English style and the German style, work with your wrestling style? To be honest, the British style is more suited to me just because the storytelling is a lot more obvious. With the German side, it's just a lot of fun. There's a lot of good uh, German wrestlers over there. And the better ones, I would say, they know how to storytell. There's a lot of guys, and it's not throwing them under the bus, but there's a lot of guys who just want to wrestle. And that's fine. That's cool. Um, but there are certain guys that I love wrestling who can tell a really good story. Though that's my kind of my kind of guys. And now to talk a little bit about the German Eagle, where you formed the European Union. How did that come about? 
Well, like I said, we started out in ACW for the, the tag match against Gridiron. During that match, like when I first made entrance, I used to wear, I don't know if you remember, but the Team GB for London 2012. And they had these like wristbands. And I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll take one of those out and I'll give it to a fan. But all the while, we're getting that they're German. So they're not bothered about anything that's from England. So I took this wristband off with the intention to just throw it underarm to a fan. And what I did was I threw it overarm quite hard. And it hit a fan and they threw it back at me. So that didn't really get me off to the best start. But yeah, I mean, myself and, and the and the Eagle, uh, we were tag champ for a brief time in European Championship Wrestling. And that was in like a tornado tag match. But we've done quite a few matches together. Still competing this year uh, for Classic Wrestling Entertainment. And we're at the moment, we're in a, uh, a best of five series with a team called Always Horny, uh, which is Bernd Fuhr and Johan Schuster. And we have the uh, penultimate match in November on the 28th uh, in a hardcore tornado tag. Two out of threes match or whatever it may be. <laughs> so now that's a perfect segue into my next question. In 2014, you saw yourself in a new Germany promotion, Classic Wrestling Entertainment, where you were part of a World Series of Wrestling tournament. How did you find this promotion? To be honest, they're very accommodating. They're, it's, it's run by a bunch of real good guys. The best thing about it is that they're friends. It's not just coming in and working for someone, you know, saying hi, thank you, and then leaving. You get to stay with the families and get to know them personally, and it's, you know, not not just through uh, a show. But the World Series of Wrestling uh, consisted of eight wrestlers, I think. And it was based on a point system, kind of like Bound for Glory uh, in TNA. We did singles matches, triple threat matches. I won their first ever Battle Royal, which put me from the bottom to like second from top. And then it came down to myself and a wrestler called Master J who is synonymous with German wrestling at the moment. And we had the finals uh, last year, last November, uh, unfortunately, which I lost. But I was aiming to become the first British wrestler to win a tournament over there, which didn't materialise, so hopefully. And obviously you faced Master J a few times in this tournament. How do you feel that the matches played out with him and the rivalry was established? It worked out well. Um, Master J is a very accomplished wrestler. His psychology is good. His ring awareness is good. The story we told in both matches got over well with the crowd. And I felt safe with Master J in regards to planning the match. Just being in the ring with him because obviously when you, if you're in the ring with someone that you're not 100% trusting, then there's potential there for things to go wrong. But because I'd, I'd wrestled him quite a few times in other promotions as well, I felt very safe. To be fair, the better man won on the day. And you also debuted in German Hurricane Wrestling. How did you get involved with this promotion? Uh, with JHW, that came about during another show in, in Germany at CWE. And the promoter was watching the match. And I think it was between, it might have been the Rumble actually, in May. And he just said, you know, I like what you do. I think you can bring something to, to German Hurricane Wrestling. And let's, let's see where it where it goes. Um, this past, it was May. And I was on the same show as Ric Flair. So that was quite a big feather in my cap I mean you know just to meet him was was amazing but to be on the same show as him was surreal it was weird but they're they're, they're doing big things at JHW they're, they're very heavily linked with WXW who obviously 
are synonymous with German wrestling. They're, they're like the main company there. The GHW is more like a feeder company. So they have a, quite a few guys like myself who hopefully in time will get their chance at WXW. Now in GHW, you were involved in the district title picture. How did that match come about? That was all thrown together at the last minute. Originally, uh, it was supposed to be myself and I want to say Marco Zersha. And then it ended up being like three on one against a guy called Sasha Kiel, who's the, who is the district champion at the moment he's from Croatia and he's a big big boy uh, he's 6'6 six, six, he's, he's no small person he just said I want to wrestle anyone and anytime any place so the three of us decided to go out and wrestle him all at one time and it ended up being a hardcore match and I got put through doors I put, I got put through a table really didn't have much of a chance after that but uh, who knows in the future it could be something else on my bucket list so how do you prepare for a hardcore match pray <laughs> they have a little technique matches where in my opinion it takes a real man to do because a lot of guys don't want to get their hair messed up they don't want to get cut they don't want to get bruised or battered even though this is professional wrestling where for me hardcore is different because it toughens you up and now let's talk about 2015 and you're running hope wrestling hope wrestling uh based out in mansfield run by uh harvey dale who's a good friend of mine my current win-loss record is 7-2 and the only professional wrestler in the company that has a a better win-loss record is the current champion which is jack jester and now hope is exceptionally well you have people like t-bone timberwolf and white wolf that you've wrestled as well as Rough Justice. And these matches have been extremely high-caliber matches. Why do you think Hope puts on these great matches? I think what they've done is they've got the best of British talent that's available. And what they did, what they started to do, they're looking at a show they call Future, which is basically like their NXT, um, which is where the likes of White Tiger, Timberwolf come from. Whereas in the main Hope show, the pro show, is like your T-Bones, your Bubblegums, Martin Kirby, Chris Travis... For me, Hope is like the peak uh, of my career at the moment because it's a chance for me to wrestle the best guys, the biggest names in, in professional wrestling in the UK. And that's that's hopefully where I want to stay. And what is your involvement with, with Hope Future right now? At the moment, not a lot. I'm part of a group we have there called Seven and that is uh, myself again this is a guy called Blake Chris Tyler Money Benjamin Kane Arnell Rafael Stephen Mitchell and the Big Dog Reigns and collectively known as Seven we've basically taken over Future and the main Hope roster and we're looking to dominate from now until they find guys that are tough enough you know, to take us out So do you like being in a position where you're running the show and carrying the show on your back to some degree? I like to take a bit of a leadership role just because I've got a big mouth and I'm extremely opinionated and I'm not afraid to say what I feel which I think goes a long way in wrestling it obviously sometimes offends people but it is what it is kind of like if you look at the way that Roddy Piper was and the way the CM Punk was you know they were very open and honest individuals and they were known for that and that's kind of how I look at myself I don't like to sugarcoat things if I have an idea I'll put it out there if I don't like something I'll say and I think that's the best way forward for myself and now I mentioned Rough Justice a few questions back and in particular you have a history with Barricade how did that rivalry start? Um, it kind of just fell on my lap really Barricade, for those, for your listeners, he's six foot eight. He's at least 300 pounds. He's probably a bit less, but we'll say the pounds. He's a stereotypical monster, but he's the only guy in, in wrestling to be called Barry. Me and him started off in House of Pain, which was quite a few years back, and we feuded there. We've then continued the feud into Hope Wrestling with uh, Rough Justice. And in two weeks' time, I wrestled Barricade again uh, for a company called United Wrestling 
for their heavyweight title. So this has been an ongoing feud for at least four years. Um, but it's been a combination of all different promotions uh, that have put us against each other. So now outside of Hope in CWE, as you mentioned at the top of this show, you're involved in a World Series of Tag Team Wrestling with German Eagle, where you guys won your first match. How were you invited into this tournament? Um, It's down to the best teams in Germany. I think one team, unfortunately, pulled out, and the promoter was like, look, we'll get the European Union in. They've been wrestling together for a couple of years. They know the scene. And we were just given the chance. And as luck would have it, it's ended up being a good break for us both. And when is the second match going to take place? This will actually be fourth match of the tournament. The first match we lost, the second we won, the third was a draw, and now it's down to November 28th, the hardcore TLC and all that jazz. And then outside the square circle, you have started to teach a few seminars of training the young guys. How did you get involved in training as well as how do you feel about kind of leading the future and training the future? Well, to be honest, it's a lot different in England than it is in Germany. Where we train in England, it's it's regular every day. House pain training sessions are, I think it's three a day or two a day, and that's run every week. Whereas in Germany, they have special one-off seminars with like guys like myself, Morat Bosporus, former WWE star Just Joe or Joey Legend. And there's about four or five of us in Germany that go around and teach these seminars. And they're about four hours long. Um, but we take, you know, teach them the basic tech, psychology, cert- if there's certain moves they want to learn, how to perform that they've not had a chance to do before, then we can show them that way. The groups are very small. They're not, you know, it's not massive. It's not 30 people. That you're looking at, you know, eight to ten people. But there's, you know, they're committed and they, they still train with their prospective trainers once a week. So having those guys come in is quite a bit of a bonus for them to learn something new. And now before we get into promos, do you have any advice for wrestling fans who want to become wrestlers? When you get into wrestling, understand that it's a business and try and respect it as a business. Don't go in there and be all fanboyish because you'll get found out quite quickly and it'll get you heat. You know, there's nothing wrong at all being a fan. But when you're in the ring and you're learning the ropes and you're learning the tech and the drills, just respect it. And, you know, because there's a lot of guys that come in and they're like, oh my God, it's a wrestling ring. Oh, I can, I can rock bottom and start cutting promos like The Rock. That's where you have to draw a line and chill out. That's, you know, this is wrestling training. This isn't, you know, promo class. If you want to do that, go elsewhere. And I think a lot of guys need to step aside from being the fanboy and then being the professional wrestler. One thing that we're going to promo is you have a podcast. You're the host of Wrestling on the Road, which can be heard on SoundCloud as well as other places like this podcast. So how did you get involved in creating your podcast? Well, I mean, the podcast has been going for a about six months now and we do once a week interviews with local British stars uh, there's a couple of detour versions with a, a group called Two of Substance who are good friends of mine and it's about their their journey as a band but mainly because I've just got a big mouth and like I say I like to have a chat with people and I thought you know what why not get it down on audio I mean I listen to a lot of podcasts you know like yourself Colt Cabana Steve Austin and I thought you know what I, I could do this I have time I have the equipment and I give it a go and amazingly enough 
people like it. Right, they like hearing my voice. Um, but it's just a small audio document of people's lives in wrestling and what they do. And I enjoy it. It's a chance to just sit down and not have to worry about wrestling. A casual conversation, I guess. And then finally, is there anything else you would like to promote? Facebook, Twitter, website, any wrestling shows? Wrestling on the Road podcast, which is free, available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Podomatic. I am on Facebook, The Working Man Virtual. Please check me out on Facebook and on Twitter at Pro Sports Ed. I don't do a lot on Twitter, but I get a lot of banter on Twitter, so I, I kind of enjoy that side of things. If uh, any of your fans are on Instagram, Virtual1983. No idea why the numbers, but it's just the one I was given. Um, and apart from that, please subscribe, check out the podcast, leave, you know, write a review, let me know what you think. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. As always, please subscribe to this podcast so it finds you and you don't find it. And until the next podcast, everybody have a great week.